Welcome to the Kimberly Wenya podcast. I'm Kimberly, your host, manifestation and mindset mentor. Here, we talk all things contemporary manifestation for the modern woman, looking to align her life with her wildest dreams. We talk energy, money, the universe, love and relationships, and more. Each episode holds golden tools, heart-led concepts, and universal principles to help you rise to your full potential. Get ready to embody a brand new version of you. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kimberly Wenya podcast. Okay, my my heart is singing right now. My whole body just feels like it's on another level of excitement and inspiration. And I wanted to share this moment with you because today and especially the last couple of days, I have been celebrating, finding and manifesting an aligned book editor. And whilst this is a really niche topic and might only in terms of what the goal is that I manifested apply to other writers, it's about the principles and the journey that I went through that I really want to share with you because whether you're manifesting money or an opportunity or something that you've wanted for so long, the principles remain the same and the ups and the downs of the journey feel like ups and downs no matter what you're looking for. So I felt really inspired to share with you what it really took for me to manifest an aligned book editor and also specifically the glimmers of magic that I began to see as this really came true. And I think it's best if I kind of give you you an idea of what I was looking for and the resistance that I might have felt in the process. And then what to me felt like the win, what to me felt like it was magic in my reality that was coming to life. So this is what I'm going to share with you today. I'm also going to kind of share with you as many signs and synchronicities that I experienced along the journey so that whether you're looking to manifest moving out or a new house or a new job, you might also be able to identify what those for you are on your journey. Having said that, let me just give a little bit of an update on what's been going on in the last couple of weeks between episodes. I have been working really hard still on the book, the KW book, which is going to be about manifestation, its title yet unrevealed, Um, but I have been working really hard to finish the redrafts of this manuscript. To bring us up to speed, I've been working on this book actively and as the only thing that I've been concentrating on for seven months. So for quite a while, but I've had this idea to write this book since 2018. So it's been simmering in the back of my mind for years and I've been learning and studying and um, just living through life and practicing walking the talk and actually discovering what has worked for me um, so that the book can be a reflection of what that is. This whole journey in the last seven months has been incredible. It's really made me learn what my true vision is, which has changed so much since the beginning of starting my business and since the beginning of learning about manifestation. I feel like because I've been a lot quieter on social media as well as the podcast, there is so much that I haven't yet been able to convey to you what this new vision is, but I am excited for when it comes out, when the book comes out, um, to be able to share that with you. And it will be different. It will not be the same as to what I think 
has been my vision the whole time, but it's fresh to me. It's something that's innovative. It's something to me that I wish existed. And that's my reason for creating it. I feel like any of us who are creators, when you have that idea of something that you know is different and you know that it would be a risk to create, but it's more painful to hold it in than it is to actually let it outside of yourself. It's like the only option is to go ahead and make that thing. The only option is to go ahead and just, you know, take a risk and and do it. And, And at the end, at least then you knew that all of you was embraced in its creation. And no matter how it's received, no matter what happens at the end of the day, at least you created something you really loved creating. So that's kind of been my approach to this project this whole time. And I would be lying if I said I was concerned I'm spending, you know, so much time on this book. Um, Although a lot of people have different views on this. A lot of people I've spoken to are surprised I've been spending such a long time on a book. And a lot of people are also in the mind that I haven't spent a lot of time writing this book. I think it depends what your paradigm is and how you view books in general. But there can be two camps and I'm sure there's more. But the two camps that I've kind of um, run into are the, the camp of people who see books to be written in a very short time. So it could be like you write a self-help book within two weeks and you go to Bali and you just smash it out. There's also a camp of people that I've run into who see books as something that you really spend a long time creating and that it would be normal for you to spend one to two books just solely writing that book. Of course, this depends you know, what your approach would be, whether you'd be working at the same time as writing the book. But at the end of the day, I really have just learned to follow what has felt best for my own journey. And for me, that has been to put one project in front of me, which is just to write. And I don't think there is a right or wrong answer. I have come across a video by Tim Ferriss, who I've started to go back to some of his content because I have liked some of the interviews he's been doing. And he has this video on YouTube that talks about, should you write a book? And it was just a five minute long video when I listened to it. And he was just saying that, If you want to write a book, make sure that you can set aside at least a year to write it. And I know obviously this would be just a grain of salt. He wouldn't expect everybody to listen to it. But when I heard that, it really validated this whole journey that I've been on because initially I thought I could write this book in three months. And I was very wrong because in terms of what I want to create, it just wasn't up to scratch with my vision. So I knew immediately it was going to take longer. How long specifically? I had no idea. But it was really comforting to hear from somebody else who has written books even though I haven't read his books it was really comforting to hear that most people or even somebody who has been on that journey recommend that you can set aside a year so I guess what I'm trying to say is that whatever you're trying to create whatever journey you're on there is most likely going to be somebody who is experiencing what you are experiencing and sometimes a lot of comfort and encouragement can come from finding someone that resonates with your experience so during this journey whilst I've been kind of navigating through this like black fog to try and find what this book is and what my message is to be. Um, It has been really comforting to look for those pieces of content where people are echoing what I have been experiencing. So if you 
are in a journey right now and you're kind of unsure of where to go and whether what you're experiencing is normal, I do recommend actually searching for, even if it's just for the cathartic feeling of reading someone um, agreeing with you, it is really helpful to find that information. For me, I like to look across podcasts on YouTube and I'll just search like key terms. Like when I find writing is hard, I'll go into YouTube and I'll type in writing is hard. And not that I believe with my heart that writing is hard and that's like how I am fighting through this. It's just that I want to hear other people's thoughts when they are feeling this limiting belief that things are difficult and how they navigate through that Um, and there's a lot of healing that comes through that and a lot of a lot of lessons as well anyways let's get to this story this manifestation story of manifesting an aligned book editor and I'm going to start from the beginning where there was the hardship where there was um, you could say a, a misalignment and also worry and concern that it wasn't possible okay so not too long ago I decided that even though my manuscript isn't in completion at the level that I want it to be finished I was going to look for an editor the reason being that most editors kind of book up quite quickly and and ahead of time so I wanted to start searching and putting my feelers out for somebody who might potentially want to work with the project I'm working on and someone who was aligned. So this was my idea. This was my perspective. So the first editor that I got to work with or that I got to see how they worked was actually recommended and I had no idea who they were. There was a middle person, um, but I sent the manuscript off and when I received it back, something about the um, approach that they had wasn't really what I was looking for, wasn't really uh, aligned with my vision, you could say. And this is not to say that they or I were right or wrong because there is no right or wrong when it comes to art. And I consider writing to be just another form of art. But I would just liken it to... I guess, two people playing different instruments. It was like I was playing the violin and they were playing the saxophone. And so the, the it's just like the paradigms were just different. One is not better or worse. It's just depending on what the flavor that each person likes. So in that moment, I remember I did start to feel a little bit panicky because I was thinking, you know, we always think the worst case scenario. And in my head, the worst case scenario that came up is, oh my God, nobody is going to see eye to eye on what I'm trying to create. There's not going to be an editor that understands. There's not going to be an editor I can work with. And this is all just going to fall apart and not go well. But the part of me that has worked on mindset, the part of me that has worked on, you know, working around limiting beliefs and sticking to my heart and listening to my heart and practically walking what I talk reminded myself that this is not the end. This was the first person I had met with and not even met with, like like literally there was a middle person. So it was the first attempt to find an editor and it didn't mean that this had to be the same consequence no matter who I sought to work with, no matter who I let have a look at the manuscript. So I did what I normally do when something doesn't go along the lines of what I'm looking for and I tried again. So I I I began to take things into my own hands and rather be recommended another editor, I started to go with my intuition and look for one. And I began looking in a place that I'm familiar with being Instagram. So I I remember typing in to the search bar book editor and I knew that the search results would be 
probably very janky and probably very questionable. But at this point, I just wanted to follow what felt fun, what felt free, what felt easy. So I, I, I just searched book editor and I clicked on a few accounts. Didn't nice. Oh, by the way, guys, it's 3.33 as I'm recording this. <laughs> um, so I looked through the accounts. There was one that stuck out to me that kind of intuitively felt aligned more than anything else. And I reached out to this person and I said, hi, uh, this is the book I'm working on. Da, 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 shared some insight on what it might be. And soon enough, they replied. And though they might have been aligned, they were fully booked for next year. So fully booked for 365 days from today. So at that point, I'm starting to feel like, oh my goodness, worst case scenario, nobody's going to have room for me. Um, I'm thinking stuff like there's not going to be an editor, but not only is there not going to be an editor, nobody has room for me. So I'm starting to catastrophize in my head a little bit. But once again, I have to recuperate. I have to catch all of those negative thoughts and remind myself that I can think differently. So I began to then ask for their recommendations. And so she came back and she gave me three recommendations. And out of those three, I reached out to the one that felt the most intuitively aligned. And this person came back saying that they didn't actually do the kind of editing that I was looking for because there's different kinds of editing, there's structural editing, there is copy editing, there's proofreading, and she didn't do the kind I was looking for. So she then gave me five people to look up. And at this point, I could have just thrown the towel and be like, ah, it's not working. But something inside of me was like, just, just have a look, just check it out. So I click on each of their websites. I do a little bit of a gut check and there's one one of these people that feels for some reason, it's like her, her website was giving me a big hug. So I chose to reach out and I let them know a little bit about the book, a little bit about myself, la la la. And they came back within 20 minutes saying that they loved the sound of the book, but that they also did not have space. Their schedule was fully booked for the time being. And my heart just fell. I was like, universe, what's going on? I'm following all these steps. I'm doing all these things. And and still, every person that I'm reaching out to is a no. And then the most curious thing happened. You know, when you, if you have Gmail, you'll know that when you receive a message, if they, if the person you're corresponding with sends another message, it won't just pop up, but there's a little yellow bar that says new message, show or ignore. And I clicked show message and this woman had sent me another email about 30 minutes after the initial one saying, Kimberly, wouldn't you know it? I've just checked my inbox and I've had a cancellation. And she says, I could take your book in February. She goes on, this is so fortunate. And um, she, yeah, she's just like, would that work with you? And this is the thing. If it was January that she had space, I really don't think that it could work. But the fact that it was the late, like late in February, something within me was like, this is not a coincidence. This feels like something the universe has organized. And this felt like, it just felt like magic was alive here. And it just felt like it was that sweet spot where it would place a demand, a real demand on me to get this finished, but was also a time that felt doable. It would require me to release perfectionism. It would require me to make decisions at a faster pace, but 
something in me was like, I feel like this is it. And I'm also somebody who's in the mind that even if things were to change, that's not my worry right now. My only concern is, does this feel like it can be something that's achieved right now in this moment? And if things were to to become flexible, if things were to change, like that's a that's a worry for the later date. But the the fact that all of these synchronicities were happening, like the fact that she had a cancellation crop up and had space for me and the fact that the time that she was available was a stretch for me to get things done but not completely undoable made me feel like the universe was winking at me. And to make things even more like divine timing, I was checking my direct messages on Instagram after all this had happened. And one of my friends had sent me a photo of a Dalmatian that she was dog sitting that day. And a Dalmatian is my sign from the universe. And I was, it was like the universe was like, yes, girl, you've got this. Keep going. You're on the right track. Seeing a Dalmatian was a thing that made me start my blog. Seeing a Dalmatian was a thing that made me start my business. And so seeing this Dalmatian, it was almost like a message to just bite the bullet and and go for the deadline, go for what this was and, and to just keep on exploring who this person as an editor might be and whether they would like to take on my book as a project. As the story goes on and as time passes and as we get to the present moment, this person has now read a sample of the first chapter of the book and they came back and they have worked with Penguin, they have worked with another reputable publishing house and another synchronicity was that they had worked with a a children's book author as well that I remember hearing about a lot during my childhood Um, and I thought that that was also a little synchronicity and like another nod from the universe. Anyway, the things that they mentioned to me were so encouraging. To me, I felt like I was receiving little pieces of gold that I could now cherish and and would help me believe in my vision even more and feel like my dreams were that little bit more attainable. Then just before recording this podcast, I opened up the sample document that they sample edited and had a look at the suggestions. And it was like every single suggestion that they proposed was aligned with and, and it felt like an aligning of stars. It was almost like I could see what they were saying and I would receive the message and I would put input it the way that I felt was best. Whereas with the prior editor, it just felt like there was an immediate disalignment between what they thought I was trying to do and what I was actually trying to do. And so I learned multiple things here, which is that on the journey when we are wanting to manifest something, not every bad thing or or it can't even really be labeled bad, but not every disappointment or not every loss in the time that seems like a loss is really a loss. Because if I hadn't worked with that first editor, I wouldn't have known what it would be to, to, to know what it is to feel aligned with someone else. I feel like when we're manifesting things, we need almost like that positive feedback and the negative feedback to know exactly what we're looking for, to know what we want. And to me, this is the most encouraging thing because it means that if you are pursuing something, whether it is your dream career, the dream clients, a certain level of wealth or or financial stability, just because you might be facing something that isn't aligned with your vision does not mean you're not going to get there at some point. And it doesn't mean that you're failing. It's actually part of the process. It's actually you stepping up another step 
that is the staircase towards your dreams, towards your goals. I think something else really important that I have reinforced into my brain is that every time you're looking for something or trying to create something, you have to follow your heart because if I didn't follow my intuition to search on Instagram's in Instagram search bar book editor, I would never have found that first person who was too busy to then recommend me the second editor that didn't do the editing I wanted to then recommend me the person out of five people who I would then choose to work with. Part of this as well that I've really learned over time is that you you have to just jump into messy inspired action. If you don't have the one right thing in front of you, that is not a sign to remain paralyzed. That's not a sign to stop doing everything. It's, it's actually a sign to get messy. It's actually a sign to dive right in and to do the first thing that just comes to mind so that you can begin to get some feedback. I think that feedback is just the most important thing, whether it is the feedback of an, a knockback because someone's not aligned or the feedback of another recommendation or the feedback of somebody's word of mouth to somebody who is aligned for you. The possibilities are endless, but what's really important is just forward motion, moving forward. And this is a theme that has really rippled across all the aspects of writing this book. Something I've learned from one of my favorite authors, Neil Gaiman, who's written uh, Coraline, which is a children's book, but really admired by many adults as well. And also Stardust, which is a really fun movie. Um, one of the things that he has said is that you can't fix a blank page, but if you write and you, you create something, you know, things can always be fixed. And that's the truth. When you're creating something or when you're manifesting something, you cannot make progress by doing nothing, but you can make progress and you can fix things if you take messy inspired action. And as you get the hints along the way, as you get feedback along the way and you learn along the way, it's then only a matter of time before you meet your destination. So this is a story that I wanted to share with you guys. It's taken me actually quite a while to record just this short episode. But I really hope that it is encouraging in any form or inspiring in any form. You might be going through a period of wins. You might be going through a period of confusion and frustration. But no matter what, as long as you're moving forward, you are making progress and getting closer towards your dreams and your goals. So my loves, one thing I will say is now that I have my deadline, which is towards the end of February, she is cracking. Like she's getting onto this manuscript. She is doing her best to write the, the message, get it down. And one of the things that I've been doing, which has helped so much is rekindling my morning routine. I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but we're rolling into it. So I'm just going to go with it. Through a lot of this year, I have really become so lax with my morning routine just because I think I was going through a stage of learning a lot, changing things up and trying new things. And so for a long time, I didn't do a morning routine as disciplined as I might have in the past. However, with this new goal in mind of finishing the manuscript by a deadline, I now know I need to put in all the things that I've known to work in the past to help me prime my mind to, to meet this goal. So what I have done is I've created a morning routine that has five steps and I'm going to share with them, share them with you very quickly. It is as simple as I can make it for now. And my only intention is to just 
bang through all five and then just get to work as soon as I can. So the first thing is when I wake up, I read out my desire statement or my dream statement. This is literally just something I wrote really quickly on a um, piece of paper with purple ink because I just thought it brought a little something special to it and I read that out I wrote on every second line because then if I want to change it or edit it I've got some space and some room to be able to do so so I read this out I feel inspired I let myself slow down so that I can really take in the things that I've written that I'm aiming to do and then the second thing I do is I read out my affirmations so on a second piece of paper I wrote out about 25 affirmations that are all meaning the same thing, which is to do with success of writing, um, being able to download ideas. Let me read out two to you. One here says, I find it easy to write well from my heart. Another one that I have is I trust my vision and heart's message. And it's just a, a barrage of 25 affirmations that I read out and out and out. Once again, I'm pretty much priming my mindset for success here. The third thing I do is then meditation. Okay, so this is where I meditate for 10 minutes. For five minutes, I am creating clarity of mind. And for the second five minutes, I'm visualizing. So at the moment, I might visualize how I feel and what I'm doing as I'm finishing the chapter I'm working on. So I just, I focus on just chapter by chapter instead of the entire book right now. Step four is I journal. So I I journal on my fears. I journal a stream of consciousness. I free write. And it's really just to let anything that's in my mind, whether that is limiting beliefs, be trapped onto the page so I can then change them over to loving, inspiring thoughts. And then the fifth thing and the last thing that I do is I read part of a book that I love. And so that might be reading Pride and Prejudice or that might be reading Stardust by Neil Gaiman. That might be reading Harry Potter. And it's just about allowing myself to open up to creativity and to have fun, awaken a sense of creativity within me. Depending on what you might be working on, you might do like 10 star jumps. If you're currently working on health goals, you might work on doing like a five minute drawing if you're someone who's an artist or you might write five new ideas for your business just like any ideas they can be crappy ideas they can be great ideas but just five ideas and this to me is just like a mini exercise to get the ball rolling for your day so this is basically what I'm sticking to for my morning routine to help me meet my goal and this is something that I feel so much inspiration so much motivation and what I will say as well is yes it's December yes it's towards the end of the year but don't feel like you need to wait for January to start creating new habits I have actually felt that the sooner I act on my ideas whether it is new habits for the morning or new habits for sleep or new habits for health or success starting them as soon as I can in December even before January has actually led to me actually sticking to it a lot longer than if I wait for January and then I might miss a day on the 6th of January and then I feel like I have to start all over again next year <laughs> okay that's dramatic but what I'm trying to say is don't wait for next year to start implementing new tools new things for you to 
better yourself, new mindset shifts, etc. And if you're someone who is looking for guidance and you're someone who's looking for some tools that are really cozy but dreamy and fun to implement, something that I can wholeheartedly recommend is Manifestation Monthly, which is a beautiful membership site filled with masterclasses, filled with beautiful guided meditations. They're going to be perfect for you in your morning routine or even before you head to sleep when you're doing a few journal prompts or anything like that. You can really mix and match so many of the beautiful tools in this membership. And as of now, there are over 50 masterclasses in there covering acting as if, money mindset, journal prompts, success mindset, how to set goals that actually successfully manifest. Each month we have a new topic and for the last four years, every topic has been one that is something I authentically, genuinely practice and something that I've had a concern about but then found a solution that has really helped me to collapse time and bring my dreams and goals to life. So I would say if this is something you're looking towards, wait no further because December is a great time to start getting ahead before January so that you can start to build momentum and start January already with the wind in your sails, already with all of this momentum. If you want to go check out Manifestation Monthly, I will leave the link below in the show notes and also you can Google it too and it will come up for you. Anyways, my loves, it has been so much fun to share this story with you. I hope that it has inspired or done something to light up an idea or help you take messy inspired action towards that dream or goal that you have right now thank you so much for listening i love that you're here with me and that you've spent your time with me and i'm super grateful and i'll see you in our next one thanks for listening if you are a regular listener i would so love if you could leave me an itunes review For more manifestation secrets and real-time updates, come follow me on Instagram at Kimberly Wenya. Until next time, big love, Kimberly.